0: Hi, I'm John Herrick, and I took a lift...
1: somewhere. (laughs) I know we shouldn't have to scream that we're atheists, you know. We don't have non-astrologers and all that, but with religious people taking over the world, I mean, we can either speak up or be pushed into a corner. I'm proud to be an atheist, a skeptic, a non-believer, an infidel, a heathen, I call it how I see it. I say it's ignorance and you just call it faith and unsubstantiated claims, that's something to be ashamed. I'm an atheist. 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 atheist.
0: Kevin you from Jokeville, this is Left of the Valley. My name is Kevin and when a cop asked me if I saw the stop sign, answered yes, but I don't believe everything I read. And joining me as usual is the team that conclusively proved that Mondays are an awful way to spend one-seventh of your life. She was thinking that women should put pictures of missing husbands on their beer cans. Nancy? And
2: then not drink beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they say curiosity killed a cat, but for a while he was the prime suspect, Tyler.
3: Sticking feathers up your butt does not make you a chicken.
0: (laughs) He went to a restaurant that serves breakfast at any time, so he ordered pancakes during the Renaissance. Kevin. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Guys, welcome back. Hope you had a good week. Nancy, welcome back to, you. we haven't seen you since last week.
2: And no, I had a, as they say, a prior engagement last a prior week. prior engagement. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. you
0: not cheating on us, are
2: you? No. <laughs> got married. No, only with the homeless.
0: we got lots of things to go through today, so we're going to have a great show today. We're doing the top 10 things you shouldn't say to an atheist. Uh-oh. <laughs> but before that, let's do a bit of chit-chat. Did you guys hear about Lake Chad? No.
4: Lake Chad.
5: Lake yeah.
0: Chad is in yeah. Africa. Yeah. Okay, uh, The UN warns of famine. Apparently, oh. 3 million people right now are, are going to be affected very soon, caused by drought, poverty, and Boko Haram. Oh. So what? Boko Haram? Boko Haram. What's that? Boko Haram is a uh, extremist Muslim group. You heard them. Remember when they kidnapped all these uh, these uh, couple of hundred girls in Africa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yes, these, these idiots. Mm. Well, they're back. The UN says apparently they're going to need $1.5 billion dollars to op- or hopefully avoid this, um, mm-hmm. you know what? This should be an easy thing to fix. It really should be. Considering that churches just in the US make around $80 billion yearly, mm-hmm. if these people are really trying to save the world from famine and hunger, this should be an easy thing to fix. No, For no, no. In the US. no, no.
3: No, no. $80 billion is what you would get if you tax them. They make a lot more than that.
0: Yeah. So no, we'll okay. take a look
5: at the Mormon <clears throat> Tabernacle Choir's building there and like the big white marble thing. Mm-hmm. That money would have been better spent isn't, somewhere isn't, else.
2: Yeah, but isn't isn't a complicating factor whether or not the dictator, the prime minister, or the leader of that company is go, a country is going to allow that help? Oh, I'm sure there's a that, whole bunch. I would of, say yeah, we, yeah. It's, it's, because I think there are some UN. Uh, agencies that are welcome, and they can only do so much. So that would be we can get it all together, which would be well, great. Well, you guys
0: remember what happened in uh, Ethiopia in the eighties, yeah. yeah? But the Lake Lake Chad is not in one country. It's it's uh, especially the, at the border of several countries: Niger, uh, Chad, and others. So it's not just one country or one specific country here. You oh, know, it's you, devastating it's, what's yes, happening. It's absolutely right devastating. Um, geez, like I said, eh? if religion really wanted to save the world, it could easily fix this.
3: No, so it was just 70 or $80 billion dollars in the United States. Oh. If you actually taxed all the churches worldwide, we're talking hundreds of billions oh, of dollars, yes, which would pro- provide a basic income guarantee for everybody around the world. Yeah, and it's going easily. to be
2: very <coughs> interesting to see whether the current president of the United States, who shall remain nameless, Since uh, there is an America First um, theme going, whether or not there would uh, be that that generous donation.
0: Speaking of he who should not be named. Cheeto Head. Cheeto (laughs) Head. Good one. Good start. He stupidly said the U.S. should be, quote, at the top of the pack in nuclear weapons.
2: Yeah, I've heard him say that. And
0: this is the quote. I am the first one that would like to see everybody, nobody, have nukes. But we're never going to fall behind any country. Even a friendly country. We're never going to fall fall behind on nuclear power. It would be a wonderful dream that no country would have nukes. But if countries are, we are going to be at the top of the pack. It's like the
3: arms race
0: all over we again. Way to go to ramp things up, Donald. No,
2: he, he better get all that out before impeachment starts, yeah, you know. Just start
0: calling him not Voldemort. Not oh.
2: <laughs> what a clown,
0: oh. this guy.
3: You, you posted oh. something the other day about Uganda? A Uganda? And the, oh, the Uganda ra- minister? Ra- the rape thing?
0: Yeah, well, we're not going to be talking about that today.
3: Okay. Well, I just wanted to... Nobody responded to my comments on your thing. All the people on your uh, thread there were saying... Anybody who says that rape is natural is a horrible... I mean, it is natural. So is earthquake. So is arsenic. Like, this whole appeal to natural I, I, class, I, is annoying.
0: I, I think I think, I think think they're confusing the word natural with the word uh, maybe willing or, you know...
2: That uh, it's a human activity. Like, naturals, natural is... Anything
3: natural has to be positive. Anything that's not positive is automatically yeah, not exactly. natural. Yeah, like, no, it's not natural. Plastic is technically natural because we are well, homo sapiens. We're like natural. We make it. So it's natural. Not
0: and on a better uh, a better way to finish this um did you guys hear that they found seven earth like planets that was exciting they found this 39 light years away and this is the coincidence that they found this <laughs> just at the same time that Trump just decided to become president <laughs> i think it was i think it was seven can we
2: send him there I, I can can we send it up quickly There's, Actually, they the 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 think all of power. us are going to move
0: there i think
3: it was seven <laughs> planets and yes. then three were you know, kind of in the habitable zone.
0: Actually, all of them are in the habitable zone, according to this, uh, they could all contain water. But three of them are more li- are more likely candidates. It's a tiny star, and the star itself is about the size of Jupiter. It's a tiny, cool star. It's but a it,
3: dwarf star, I think it said.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not, it, didn't say, it didn't say dwarf. But anyway, the orbits are so close that if you were standing on one of those planets, you would see the other planets across the sky the same way you look at the moon across the sky. It would actually look larger than our own moon. Mm.
5: That, is funky. that is pretty yeah. cool. It it is just Wars the image sure. that got
0: throws in your mind is pretty cool. Yeah,
5: Star Wars, man. So wow.
3: which religion mentions that there's about 3,000 exoplanets out there? Any? any? No? Which religion? Yeah. None. Uh, okay. They all don't know about it.
0: <laughs> well, hold on. The Scientologists might know because Xenu maybe forgot to mention that. Yeah, that's kind of a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I found out this week. Apparently, it's not Xenu. It's supposed to be Z-mu. Hmm. So okay. apparently, apparently, it's because when, the, when the, uh, L. Ron Hubbard wrote it down, it looked like an N and looked like an M. Apparently, it's actually Z-Moon. Something
3: about bombs and spirits. and But it it was interesting, the thing that you posted the other day, which is kind of common. I mean, just the whole atheist and the fine-tuning argument. It said if the Earth was 5% closer to the sun or 20% Mm. further. You know know what that means? That means if the Earth was 1, 2, 3, 4% closer, we'd be good. Or 1, 2 through 19% further, we'd still be good. (laughs) So how the hell is that fine-tuning? If it's 5% further Ah, you're still good 10% Ah, you're still good 15% Ah, you're still good Oh, 20% Oh, we're dead (laughs) See, the thing is is that We we we
5: would would have developed differently If we developed on Earth Exactly For those conditions Yeah, 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 that's
3: the annoying thing Is they say If you change one thing Just a tiny bit There's no life Uh, Bullshit How about no life as we know it may be a tiny bit different. Look at extremophiles. Like, those things can
5: survive some pretty... And, (laughs) and of
0: course, us atheists are the arrogant ones to think that the universe was not created for us, right? We're the arrogant ones. Yeah, of course. How dare you? How dare you? Fine-tuned for life. There's 3,000 planets
3: and one of them has life. (laughs) And, like, three-quarters of the water is not drinkable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, what about you, Nancy? You ready to go?
2: I'm ready to go.
0: Let's do it This Day in History. here
2: we go. This Day in History, which is... I think, after all of these years, still a roundup of those <laughs> events and people who altered and illuminated the days between February the 20th to the 26th. It's funny that you were talking about uh, Scientology because February the 22nd was Celebrity Day in oh. Scientology. What is that uh, uh, lady's name that was a former Scientologist? Leo oh, Romini There you go. The, I wonder how many celebrities she's are going to follow her. She's become quite exposing. famous
0: since she's doing that, uh, that she expose. She's, yeah. she's become a uh, She's a, a former sideologist, I guess. Yes. Yeah. She was also the star of uh, King of Queens with, uh, what's up, Game, Game, Game Oh, Game yeah. Kevin, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, she was his wife. In there, the and hot Italian girl. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, cool.
2: On February the 22nd in 1995, a fellow whose name is Steve Fawcett landed in Leader, Saskatchewan, becoming the first person to make a solo flight across the Pacific Ocean in a balloon.
4: Nice. Oh,
2: yeah. He took off from South Korea um, and um, ended up in, uh, in Saskatchewan. He was a really interesting character. His full name was James Stephen, or Steve Fawcett. He was an American businessman and a record setter, aviator, sailor, adventurer. He was really an all round um, can can-do-anything, take-on-anything, brag-about-anything kind of a guy. And He must have been lot a Trump of, voter. Yeah, he was great. He set a, <laughs> lot, a lot of world records, including... Five non stop circumnavigations of the earth. He was a sailor, mountain climber. I mean, he was just everything. And a friend of Richard Branson. They, they, oh, were, balloon, we they were balloon buddies. You're so. completely
3: obsessed with travel, eh?
2: Yeah. This person walked <laughs> from this point
3: to this point. Or hey.
2: flew yeah, this it's p- fun to look them. Exploration, man. It's yeah. historical. It, it's, it's fun to look them up if you want to look up, you know, what, uh, what an all around. Guy, you know who yep. tackles anything. Steve Fawcett's your guy.
3: And then he left, and he said, "Saskatchewan is just flat." <laughs> <laughs> February National.
2: the twenty third is National Day in Brunei, and it was a pretty big day in history. Um, on February the twenty third, some days just happen to do that. In 1455, the Gutenberg Bible was uh, printed with movable type. 1836, the Battle of the Alamo. 1903, Cuba leases Guantanamo Bay to the U.S. in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Wonder how they think about it now. And most important of all, in 1896, the Tootsie Roll. The with Tootsie the, Roll. Yeah, forget about all that other stuff. The sweet stuff's where it's happening. Uh, February the 24th is Flag Day in Mexico, and here's an event that that rivals the War of the Worlds. It was called the Battle of Los Angeles, and it took place uh, from late um, 24th in February to early the 25th in 1942 over Los Angeles. It occurred, the interesting thing is the timing, because it occurred less than three months after the United States entered World War II as a result, of course, of the Japanese Imperial Navy attack on Pearl Harbor. Um, So on the 24th, an unknown large bright object appeared in the sky over Los Angeles. I mean, considering it's Los Angeles, you'd think that that would be routine, but no. At 3.16 in the morning, air raid sirens sounded throughout Los Angeles County. And um, as a result, the anti-aircraft batteries went crazy. There were shells lobbing and firing machine guns and it went all the way from Santa Monica to Culver City. So over 1,400 rounds were fired during the alert and they really thought that there was an invasion going on. It's a UFO yeah, they thought either it was an invasion or, or UFO. Um, so thousands of people saw all of the shelling. Eight people actually died as a consequence of the anti-aircraft uh, fire. Five from falling shrapnel and three from heart attacks. Really, oh, Jesus. Really a, um, a, a, an awful event. But shortly afterward, the Secretary of the Navy said, Oh, false alarm. Yeah. <laughs> and newspapers at the time published a number of reports and speculations of a cover up because people weren't willing to think of it as a false alarm. Um, and some modern days, you were talking about, Kevin, some modern day ufologists have suggested that uh, the targets were actually uh, UFOs. Um, but the U.S. Office of Air Force History attributed the event to a case of war nerves, likely triggered by a lost weather balloon. So that's the cover-up. That's the factual and the cover-up. You know, I think we time. should put a
0: moratorium on those damn weather balloons. You seem to be responsible <laughs> for a lot of
2: deaths. Yeah, but actually a movie was made um, by a group called The Asylum and then premiered on the sci-fi channel. So the, the film is still around if anybody wants to take a pic of it. What you
5: saw here was just uh, swamp gas and uh, mercury. And <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: <exactly. laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> take a look right
3: here. Blink.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that, dear listeners, brings to a close another passing parade of interesting, mundane, unusual, and occasionally bizarre events and people that make up this day in history. Okay,
3: what about Guantanamo Bay? I didn't uh, catch it.
2: Oh, Guantanamo Bay, um, uh, in, in 1903, Cuba leased Guantanamo Bay to the United States in perpetuity.
0: Meaning... Who the hell signed that, deal. <laughs> that
2: uh, uh, Forever. I, yeah, I don't know whether that... Um, I, haven't, I haven't read anything that said that's no longer in effect but I don't know now with the, the change yeah it's
5: like the American consulate but where yeah. they just beat people up
3: well, we're not on U.S. <laughs> land, so we can violate yeah. all the human rights we we'll want. We'll
2: have to see, as, as, um, depending on how the relations go between Cuba and the United States. Oh, you know,
3: no, not going to go well. Obama was supposed to help close it down, and then Cheeto Head took over, so we'll see how that yeah, goes. Cheeto
0: Head. Yeah, perfect. All right, so let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll bring in a friend, and we'll do our top ten of things you shouldn't say to an atheist. If your skepticism
3: is socially conscious and doesn't take itself too seriously, you might like Life, the Universe, and Everything Else.
2: People like Ray Comfort are fond of saying, what use is half a wing, right?
4: Have you
3: ever seen a fing penguin? (laughs)
4: Life,
3: the universe, and everything else. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much
0: anywhere else. I don't know, Zoom? Is that still a thing? Do you know where Saskatchewan is? 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm. Or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us.
2: All my friends are heathens, take it slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any sudden moves. You don't know.
0: And we're back. Now, before we uh, bring our friend and all that, Tyler, you wanted to rant a bit about something that happened to you. Yeah, I have a bitch fest, so... Oh, okay. Let let me get comfortable for this.
3: For those who have me on Facebook know that my mother has recently become a young Earth creationist. Uh Uh-oh. She's getting all of her information from Answers in Genesis. Oh, jeez. So, uh, I mean, I always, oh. kn- I always knew that she was kind of Christian, but, you know, didn't go to church. And she was pretty open-minded. And I've talked to her about evolution in the past before, and it was all good and fine. She just said God did it, basically, like the evolution thing. And that was fine. It's been like that for the past, you know, 30 years of my life. But she recently moved to Swift Current, uh, which I believe is right by the border of Alberta. It's still in Saskatchewan, technically. Anyway, so she started going to the local church, and there's a pastor there named Mike Duguay or Dugay or whatever his name is. Anyways, uh, she was gotten really involved with the church, like doing the whole nativity thing and Christmas and plays and just getting really involved in it. And she said, oh, you should really talk to my pastor. And I said, oh, I'd love to. You know, I invite him on the show, that kind of thing. He declined, unfortunately. But she was telling me that uh, she's going to a seminar um, next week. I think by this guy named Larry Dye, like hair dye, D Y E, Larry Dye, <laughs> the
0: create the creation guy. So, I, oh my God, is that just a bad pun on Bill Nye? That
3: that's what he's called. So oh. I I looked this guy up. He's got a degree in oh. theology and stuff, and I guess he run some space camps for kids. He's got no science degree whatsoever. So I looked this guy up and, you know, the typical soft tissue dinosaur, therefore the earth is young kind of bullshit. Um, Most people don't know, you know, Mary Schweitzer, the one that made the discovery. Mm -hmm. She's a Christian, but she's an old earth evolution accepting Christian. So the fact that they're twisting her shit is kind of a piss off. So I watched a YouTube video with this guy. It was probably about an hour long. And he was going on about the moon dust. Oh, no, that has been debunked. Okay, but not only that, but I sent my mom the uh, website link to Answers in Genesis of the arguments creationists shouldn't use, and moon dust is right at the top. Exactly. Like, not only is this guy a quack but he's considered a quack by other quacks. <laughs>
2: yeah. You can't get much quackier than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: If if Ken, ha- if Ken Ham tells you not to use a specific argument, that's pretty damn bad. <laughs> so I, I've been talking to him via email for the past couple days pretty much every day. We should be putting this in. Anyway. <laughs> pretty much. And, you know, he kept, he kept saying, you know, there's just a difference in interpretation of the evidence. And he's sending me all these answers in genus links. And I basically said, the difference between real science journals and creationist journals is that the creationist journals have a faith statement that says you can publish whatever you want as long as it agrees with our basic faith exactly. statement premises, which is that there's a young earth, blah, blah, blah. The Journal of Nature doesn't have that the Journal of Science, the Journal of Cell, the Journal of American Evolutionary, whatever it is. It doesn't say, okay, you can publish whatever you want as long as it agrees with evolution. I don't think she realizes that there's that huge of a difference between those two things. Mm -hmm. It's just so frustrating. I mean, we have Christian biologists, which we've interviewed a Christian geologist. I mean, there's Christian biologists that agree With evolution, I mean the vast majority. It's like ninety-nine point nine two percent of biologists around the world understand that. that Yeah, mom
0: obviously doesn't follow the show. No, of course
3: not. But I kind of told them that he's basically convinced me Jesus doesn't exist because there's a expert consensus, even amongst atheist New Testament scholars, that Jesus was a real person. No theres not I'm not. yet. Yeah, yes, there is a consensus. Really? Yes, absolutely. I it's, never heard of this consensus. The, that he
5: was a real person.
3: That he was based on a Crazy. real person. Oh, well, well, yeah. Well, there's a difference. Well, okay. We're talking like Robert, uh, Robin Lane Fox, Bart Ehrman, d- that kind of thing. Anyways, it should be kind of telling that the vast majority of Christian biologists from accredited universities, like actual universities, like the universities of New York and, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not Liberty University, which is basically a church. So the fact that there's Christians that accept evolution, actual experts, and the fact that there's atheist New Testament scholars that, you know, say that Jesus was at least based on a real person should be kind of telling. So I said, well, if I use your logic, then I guess Jesus didn't exist. I should, you know, fall into the Richard Carrier camp. He just didn't understand that this is such a small percentage of people that are just quacks. He's like, oh, well, they have PhDs? That doesn't matter. Somebody didn't
0: understand. He didn't want to
3: understand. Michael Behe has a PhD yeah. in biology, and he intentionally got it so we could fight against evolution. He got his ass handed to him by a Christian in court. Like, yeah. Just the idea of this type of conspiracy is ridiculous. So we went through all that, and he just kind of gave up and used the common argument, which is, you know, if Jesus is what he said he is, then you're in spiritual danger and you're going to hell. Spiritual danger. I work. said, well, I, I have no reason to believe that. I've looked at the papyrus 52, 46, 48, 75. He has no idea. Like, no. these people go to school to study divinity and they just study what's in the Bible. They don't study how the Bible came to be. They don't study the manuscripts, that sort of thing. When my brother was looking at going to seminary years and years and years ago, they told him not to because he'd probably lose his faith. It always comes down to that argument, you know? The Pascal's wager kind of deal. Yes. You you know, you might be in danger. You'll you'll go to hell. I'm like, first you have to prove that hell exists. And we kind of just came to a fork in the road and realized that the conversation wasn't really going anywhere because we have different standards of evidence. It's
5: like hedging your bets.
3: Well, and he said, what kind of evidence would convince you? And a lot of atheists I know don't know how to answer that. So I used the historical method and I said you know a lot of the evidence for historical figures uh, there's you know contemporary is important Uh, not anonymous is important and not from a biased point of view so not you know just Christian sources so give me something contemporary from a non contemporary source from a non anonymous source you know from an eyewitness kind of source and he basically just said that you need faith you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like exactly.
2: Well, he had no place else to go. That's right? it. it they, have, they have nothing else. Eh? It, it wasn't a, a conversation in his wildest nightmares he would have dreamed well, of having, and suddenly there you are. Well, you know, yeah. Trying, trying to talk logic, and he has to go back to faith because yeah. that's all he's and got. And
3: I invited him on the show, and he declined. Of and course.
2: Well, the, naturally. The, the I, the I wouldn't pro- either. my chicken sandwich? Yeah. The, the, the
3: problem is that so <laughs> many atheists just say, I wouldn't believe it no matter what, but he just kind. Kind of said, you know, what if you're wrong kind of deal. And I sent him that Marcus Aurelius quote. You guys familiar oh, with that? Yes. I read that too. Yeah. The live a good life. And if the gods are just, then they'll judge you based on how yes. you've acted. That kind of thing. And if they're not just, then they're not worth worshiping. And if there are no gods, then live, you know, you've lived a good life. You'll be remembered. That kind of deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, God could have left better evidence behind. I mean, he, Jesus never wrote anything. No. I mean, I I wouldn't argue this against somebody like Bart Ehrman because he has a pretty good argument as to why Jesus wasn't mentioned, but we're talking the divine Jesus here.
0: Yeah, you know, Jesus, Jesus could have just done something as tell us how the printing press works. God is and open. bam, you know yeah. <laughs> God is illiterate I <laughs> yeah, mean Apparently if you want to convince
3: us why wouldn't God have given us like a you know The army of darkness kind of book, you know this indestructible book you light it on fire. Nothing happens. That sort of thing Necronomicon. <laughs> and I think Pontius Pilate would have become a Christian Three days after, you know, he ordered this guy to be executed. And next thing you know, he comes back. Why do we not have anything from Pontius Pilate? So 600 years later, the Christians kind of thought of this and like, ah, crap. So they forged the letters from Pontius Pilate and King Herod. So... Uh, It it just goes to
0: say, after 2,000 years of this supposed story, still two-thirds of the world doesn't believe in that bullshit. It just
3: comes down to fear. (laughs) I need to believe in in Jesus because if I don't, I'm screwed and I agree with his socialist message. So, I have invited, uh, I emailed this Larry Dye, the creationist guy. (laughs) I'm going to phone him next week, see if he'll come on the show and kind of show him that he's using arguments, answers, and Genesis says not to use. That's He's got
0: no credentials in my mom. We should just use a jingle like Bill Nye, you know.
2: No, I can't. Larry Dyer, the
0: creationist guy. uh, me, Nancy.
2: After the conversation that he had with you, I doubt whether, you know, coming on with with a group of us is going to sound like a great thing to do on a (laughs) Saturday. Well, (laughs) no,
3: this is the pastor, Mike Dubai or Dugay or whatever, but I want to invite Larry, the creationist guy. No, no, I
2: knew knew that's who he was. Because
3: he's making money off of it. Going around doing all these seminars and the soft tissue and that kind of thing. I mean, it would be great if we could get Mary Schweitzer to come on the show, but the fact that she is a Christian and accepts evolution and old earth and they're twisting her crap in order uh, to you know, their model, that's really irritating. Right that.
0: now, we're batting about one for ten of all the Christians who's invited to come on this show. And so far, yeah. they're all like, sure, at first. And then they just back away. So, well,
3: Swatsky was telling me, you know, I had that debate with Zach yeah. on uh, Chris yeah. Christensen's post or whatever. Apparently, uh, Chris Christensen, which is hilarious. That just sounds like a Christian superhero name, you know? It does. He, uh, he would like to bring Zach on to debate. He too. is going to, but yeah. I guess Chris that's, that's read. I guess Chris read my debate with him and messaged Sawatsky and said, "I'm getting more nervous about debating Tyler now." <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so he should. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, Let, anyways, let's bring on your friend here. Let's uh, Mage Mage Solomon. That's, that's how you. That's how you, you pronounce his name. Yeah, let's ask him. Alright, so now we got Talus' friend that's on the line with us from Calgary, Majed Soliman. Hi. Hi, you want to you introduce our, your friend?
3: Yeah, alright, so this is my friend Mage, as I like to call him. Uh, <laughs> we, we met on Facebook, we were just kind of like double teaming a bunch of idiots regarding the worst, worst arguments regarding atheism and and that sort of thing. And then we kind of became friends on Facebook and I found out he's in uh, Calgary and he was looking at getting involved in uh, CFI. And as you guys know, I'm the vice president now for out here. So uh, he's going to be in Vancouver, I think, uh, March what, Midge?
6: I'm going to be there like on 8th, 9th and 10th.
3: Yeah, so okay, we'll,
6: we'll probably
3: well, party, see if we can have him yeah. actually come into the show, that sort of thing. Awesome.
6: Well,
0: welcome to the show, Majed. We certainly appreciate your presence to be with us. Well, thank, but, thank you so uh, much, Kevin.
3: He, he, the interesting thing is that he's obviously a refugee. He came here... I'm out. not! Well, no. sort of, in a way. Just because I mean, he's
0: Egyptian doesn't mean he's a
6: refugee. Well,
3: you you
0: came, <laughs> you came here during the whole Arab Springs thing, right? Ah, a little bit after, yeah. Elements well, of Teller, not necessarily those of Left of the Valley, subsidiaries of. You know, I've seen that every show now.
3: That's when you became an atheist. You've been an atheist for, what, five years?
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's when Egypt
3: was just torn to shit with Mubarak and all that kind of thing, yep. so. Yep.
0: And, yeah. I, w- I wish my friend Ahmed was here, too, because he's also from Egypt and he's a good friend of mine. Oh, me. nice. Yeah. So, um, um, Marjad, if you'd be so kind, give us a, a brief introduction of who you are and how you came to be. Well, no, but no, but not your conception story. My mother and my father
4: had a couple <laughs> of, <glasses laughs> of
6: Well, I've um, I studied dentistry back at home. Um, I became a dentist there, and uh, I worked with dentist supply sales for like a lot of time back in Egypt. Um, I've been Christian all my life, like hardcore evangelical Christian, uh, who accepted the Lord. You know, I'm going to church and was devout, like spreading the good word for everyone, like regardless if it's like a Christ, like a Christian that I think of as not real believer or, you know, uh, Muslims or whatever. And I was like a worship leader.
4: A worship <laughs> leader? Like,
6: what is that? Yeah. Hmm. A worship leader, like um, I would lead the worship time with songs and, you know, meditations and stuff like that and prayers. <laughs> Um, I actually like organized a school for worship back at home and um, I was like preaching the word all the time so I was hardcore evangelical but I was always big on science too so I'll try to like as I learned more about you know everything like cosmology like physics like um, evolution and stuff like that I started to try to compromise my view and with Trying to you know with cognitive dissonance they're just trying to marry them together like
4: mm.
6: like accept like after a while i i dropped my literal view of the bible then i dropped my um, like if the bible is inerrant so i i let that go and after a while i started to to accept uh, that homo- homosexuality is a real thing it's just not those guys are not making that up yeah and in egypt nobody actually talks about it Oh, like wow. it's uh it's a very close to community uh they hide all the time they have their own you know relationships but they they can't surface because otherwise they might actually get assassinated or something. so um uh, is it difficult to be a christian in a egyptian in egypt a little bit yeah if if you well if you are living in cairo which is the capital mm-hmm. um the acceptance of that situation is better than if you're living in the suburbs or something um, that said, it's still different because you can't, you can't climb up the ladder with your efforts and being good at what you do, like your job or something or your studies, because you, you always have a ceiling there. Oh, they, they won't let you grow.
3: Isn't it predominantly Muslim, though? Of course. Or no?
6: Yeah,
3: yeah. 90%. Well, I wasn't sure what the percentage was. I just know that Christians and Muslims are blowing each other's churches up kind of back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know. I don't, not in Egypt. Not Egypt. Some,
6: Some
0: parts of Egypt. Africa, yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Egypt, too.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think it's nowhere near as prevalent.
3: Probably not as prevalent, but it does happen. So I know the whole Muslim <laughs> Brotherhood thing and all that.
2: How big a group was it in Cairo? Or, or Can you say, say that, that again, Anthony?
0: How big of a Christian congregation did he have? Yeah. Yeah, how, how big was your congregation in Cairo? <laughs> I would say about like 10 million. Wow. Tell me well, t- 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 10, con-
6: 10 million Christians in Cairo? No, no, not in Egypt. In Cairo, they could be around like 3 million. Wow. Okay, oh, what, that's huge.
3: What's the population of Egypt? Anybody know?
6: 94. 94 million.
3: Holy shit, that's like three times of Canada.
6: <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. True. And they live they live only on 6% of the land, by the way, which is like along the River Nile. Oh, God. So they're the size quarters. of Alberta. Like, Egypt is the size of Alberta. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> so did Christianity go uh, fairly far back in your family beyond your, your parents? Were your grandparents also Christian? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh,
6: okay. uh, up to, uh, at least, I know of my, my eighth great 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 <laughs> grandfather or something they were christian they they built they founded like christian churches back in uh, back at the t- at the time like in upper egypt where they lived wow and um, yeah we've been an evangelical family all our, all our lives
0: well welcome to reason Majed, and i, I hope i hope nice. your uh, deconversion wasn't too hard on your family and didn't give you too much of a hard time <sighs>
6: It wasn't huge, no. Actually, like my father knew just before he passed away last October, like uh, a few months before. But I haven't talked about it for a long time. Um, And when I came out, he was like, "Okay, fine," but I think you're wrong. And I was like, "Okay, fine." But he was—he took it easy. You know, that's reasonable. Um, Yeah, that's reasonable. And my mom still like praying for me, you know, coding. Yeah. (laughs) So. Of course, I, yeah.
3: think all of our, I think all of our parents are believers. My mom's a yek. I think Swatsky's parents are religious, right? That's
0: correct.
6: Yes. And yeah. My
3: parents are Catholics. Fra- yeah, Francis. Catholic is the way to go. Uh, let's push my mom in that direction. <laughs> they at least well, your mom
6: is talking about like flat earth now, right?
3: No, no, just yek Humans and dynas. Dino- Ken Ham bullshit.
6: All right. Dinosaurs.
0: Speaking all of like which, Majid, you're staying with us, right? Yeah Because we're doing another brilliant moment Brought to you by religion And today, speaking of Ken Ham Let's talk about him oh, Where is it, where is that article uh, Here it is, Ken Ham Ken Ham, he says, apparently Atheists are insecure And that's why they're scared of Christianism in public schools
6: Oh, I'm shitting my pants
0: Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good one I in a bizarre choice. Facebook post yesterday, creationist Ken Ham argued that atheists are indoctrinating children in the public school by teaching them proper science.
2: <laughs> Shame on us. Shame on us. Teaching proper
0: science. What do you do with that? I mean, tell that to Kenneth Miller and Francis Collins who are not atheists. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I uh, use uh, the post. I'm going to read the post here. This is from Ken Ham. Christians are happy to teach children regarding various views of origin, but atheists want children taught naturalism to the exclusion of all others. Atheists are so insecure that they don't want anyone seeing nativity scenes, crosses, etc., as they don't want people to think for themselves. Oh, I just love that. My children know more about evolution than most evolutionists. We're not afraid to teach them about how to understand different views. Atheists are afraid to let people be taught to think critically about origins as people would then understand evolutions of religion. They have they can't have their <laughs> belief critically analyzed, so they legislate to protect it in public schools. Anybody care to rebut Mr. Ken Hack? Yeah. I, I have a rebuttal. Oh, yeah, go, for it. Yeah, go for it. I have
4: a book. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: you give the show! Give the show to him. you know. Ken, 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 <laughs> Ken Ham just says we teach our kids evolution. Then he puts on a fucking DVD of Pokemon.
4: He <laughs> says
3: that's bullshit.
0: Yeah. Hey, right. wait a minute! Are you saying are you telling me Pokemon's not real?
3: Uh, well, we say the same thing. Like I, I posted a thing in a group that Mage and I are a part of of lizards switching from uh, laying eggs, to giving live birth. And this guy's like oh so that's evolution now i'm like yeah small <laughs> small changes over over a short period of time it's not fucking pokemon Pikachu. we don't think that one day a <laughs> lizard gave birth to a mammal and yes. that's what they think that we believe and that's why they call it. and they they're right it would be ridiculous if that's what we believe but yes it's not what we believe uh although i like to have a
4: yeah. <laughs> 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 <Quit> they're hitting
5: <laughs> on me. That's You know, like, their demand for like transition fossils is like hilarious. Like you could show them like basically like a pupa, a caterpillar, and a butterfly, and they still demand transition fossils <laughs> or a tadpole <laughs> to <laughs> an amphibian.
0: Yeah, yeah
3: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and they say, "Oh, the platypus debunks evolution."
0: The plat- they're willing to believe small changes, but they're just unwilling to believe over time. They just can't yeah. fathom yeah. They the make time, it time it up scale, micro well, well,
5: and because macro. The, the,
2: the, the, they're so set in that. Belief that nothing, you know, uh, is is going to, you know, suddenly make them change from, you know, Ken Ham to. Uh, Richard Carrier it's just it's not going to happen it's
5: literally like they have their their fingers in their ears and they're going na 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 I cannot hear you na 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 na
3: (laughs) and I want to do a really short video I don't know if maybe we can get baby pictures or something like that of a person from a baby to a teenager to an adult to an old person and be like yeah. this is evolution this is the progression now if you're talking about macroevolution that's like saying i want you to show me a baby turn into a teenager overnight exactly exactly you don't that's believe a very that. good argument it, it's just that fossils are so rare that it kind of looks that way yeah. like um, if you go from I, I homo I owe, sapiens I'm to also used, um,
6: sorry if you
3: go for, if you look at a homo sapiens fossil and then you go back yeah. to homo habilis then yeah, yeah it, it that's macroevolution it's the same thing as I don't believe babies turn into senior citizens because I've never seen a baby turn into a seventy-year-old overnight.
4: Yes.
6: Yeah. Yes. One, once upon a time, I was like debating um, a Christian about this too, and I told them that if it's just like you have a wedding for your daughter and you brought on this photographer, and the photographer was instructed to to leave at least two minutes of of time before they like took another photograph, but they ended up taking some pictures, two minutes apart or seven minutes apart or 10 minutes apart or whatever. And then what you tell me is that if picture number three and picture number four are not instantaneously right next to each other, you're claiming that picture number four never happens, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, like which yeah, is
6: stupid, right? Like mm-hmm. fossils are just flashes of, they are photographs, right? Yeah, they, yes. They're just like,
3: yeah, a it's still
5: not a complete
6: photograph record. of a video that should be should have been going on.
3: Well, yeah. it's it's like Nancy's you know traveling stories. I believe that humans can walk from British Columbia to Alberta, but there's no way you can walk from British Columbia to Ontario. It's impossible.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Speaking of yep. Ontario, here's our second <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might need help. Speaking of Ontario, here's our second story. An Ontario teacher, this is closer home, obviously, faces discipline for allegedly telling students they could die from vaccination. Oh, wow. This is from the CBC. For fuck's sake. A, uh, a Southern Ontario high school teacher allegedly tried to scare his students into not getting vaccinated for polio, diphtheria, and other diseases, a discipline panel of the Ontario College of Teachers heard on Tuesday. Timothy Sullivan, a science teacher, is a science teacher. And a Grand Erie District School board is accused of professional misconduct relating to a 2015 school vaccine clinic where, according to allegations, he told students they could die as a result of vaccination.
4: But
3: he doesn't have a science Mm -hmm. education. He probably has a BA in education.
0: Mm -hmm. At best. Quote, his behavior was confrontational and intimidating, said Christine Wadsworth, a lawyer for the college, in her opening remarks at the discipline hearing. The college alleges that on March 9th, 2015, Sullivan disrupt- disrupted the clinic and the high school where he teaches. The name of the school is under a publication ban in order to protect the students, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I can't do, believe that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. interesting. You know, uh, yeah. no evidence well, we, regardless, provided. Eh?
2: Regardless of whether he has a BA in education or in science, it's just so unprofessional for him to suddenly express his own views. You know, and, and yeah. create that that kind of um, a, a doubt and, and anxiety. A you know, in in kids who are about to get their vaccinations, you know, to scare children mm-hmm. that way yeah. or in his charge.
0: Well, Sullivan, who has said he can't afford a lawyer and he's representing himself at the hearing, right. is focused his defense on the informed consent required for health officials to give vaccine. He says, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm pro-informed consent. It's like being pro-fake <laughs> news, obviously. Right. Sullivan told reporters, mm-hmm. they make it sound like I was running around saying this will kill you. What I was doing was referring them to the product label. His cross-examination where Sullivan went through a long list of rare side effects, including yes. anorexia and convulsion, contained in the vaccine's product monograph, asking Swick if she informed each two of them. Okay, so, th- so this is what he was doing. He was listing, because some vaccines can have some, you can be allergic to a you certain can thing, and, and to it, to it, it, can. it can't happen. It can't happen. Yeah, it's it's, like a, they, they
3: tell you that you have like a one in a million chance of developing this. Yeah. But yes. if you don't get it, you have like a one in a hundred chance of getting polio and being in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah. So this guy was so
0: actually going to the students saying, hey, did you know that there was a one, he won't say one in a million, but he says, of course no, not. There's, there's, a, there's a chance you might get a heart attack from this, from this or an allergic reaction from this vaccine, essentially scaring the students.
2: Exactly. I, I think
0: I think that's, that's I don't know. That's, that's just I is wrong. He's partially correct. In the way that he says that, yeah. you know, he's wanting to give the information. Well, but the way just, he's yeah. going at it he's he's is like cherry monitoring. He's, he's, he's like
3: cherry-picking from the CDC. Because yeah. the CDC will tell you, if you don't get this vaccination, you have a big chance of actually getting the disease yeah. that will kill you. And that's why healthcare professionals
5: administer the vaccination. Because they can watch for those rare side effects. And they can treat it immediately. Yeah, yeah and you have cases. to stay
3: there for 15 minutes after yeah, you. I'm you the only person in this room that has small children. So I've dealt with this fairly recently, but a lot of these people try to point and they say, oh, well, people who have had vaccines have actually gotten sick and there's been problems. So they've sued the government and they've gotten money. And I say, yes. Oh, wow. No, it's true, though. There are kids who are allergic to these vaccines. It does happen. And yeah. that's the reason everybody who can be vaccinated should be vaccinated. It's called yes. herd
2: immunity. What were the charges? Yeah, absolutely. What did they call the charges when
0: they brought her up to school for Oh shit! Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. I have to go through the rest of the uncle here. Professional, con- uh,
2: professional misconduct.
0: Professional misconduct. M-
2: that's exactly what it yeah,
4: was.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know, it's a bit like a car salesman that says, you know, if you buy this car it's great, but there is a chance you might fly through the windshield Yeah. And you Truck you know, somewhere. some
5: people die in car accidents. Oh. So exactly. You yeah. should probably,
6: you know. I, I, I you think I, twice about getting this vehicle. <laughs> 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 you
3: guys ever see the movie Thank You for Smoking? Yeah.
0: No, yeah. but I know of it. Well, oh, it's
3: it so was... good. Like, so good. Anyways, they want to put skull and bones on the cigarettes, right? Mm. And he's like, should we put skull and bones on cheese because it causes heart attacks, or, or French fries, <laughs> or <laughs> airplanes, or like the sacred booty? Just educate people, and that's what the CDC is there for. That's why we have easy to understand. I don't think website. he can
2: cover. I don't think he can cover up your responsibility by saying he was trying to tell the. Well, and he's in a
3: position of authority as well. He should no, just good, shut exactly. up. If he wants to start his own blog, great, go for yeah, it. He's not the nurse. No, yeah. He's not the doctor.
5: But
6: they, they but you know what, guys, little I'm, little I'm, I'm proud of what of what this situation came down to because if this guy was back in my country that was would have been nothing mm. like no one will even whine about it that's mm.
3: interesting when it gets people killed that's kind of my issue with this,
6: well,
0: this dangerous is, speech kind of thing this is also the problem right if one of those kids gets vaccinated and it happens to be that one and a half of uh, and one in a million kid that does get yeah. an allergic reaction People are gonna look at this and say, "See, vaccines are dangerous."
3: Well, I have the solution. Mm-hmm. I have the solution, though, because I talked to the vaccine people, like when we were getting them done. I said, "Your website says, you know, if you get this vaccine, you have a one in a hundred thousand chance or one in a million chance of getting these side effects, but it yep. doesn't. Let, it doesn't say if you don't get the polio chan- uh, vaccine, then you have a one in a thousand chance of getting polio and being in a wheelchair." They only warn you about the side effects if you get the vaccine. They don't give you the actual statistics if you don't get it. And this is why <laughs> we've had measles outbreaks out here. This is why Vancouver yeah. has been labeled as not being able to achieve Herd immunity, yeah, Especially the Fraser, Fraser Health, and
5: all, the, all the Fraser Health region is right now, like the uh, people who are anti-vaxxers
3: are contributing to like massive outbreaks of it right now. Mm. So this is why I was talking to the CFI pretty recently and saying we need to pass a law that says you cannot attend like public school and daycares and stuff unless you produce your vaccination records. And I've, had, I've had to do that before with my daughter. But the recent school that she went to, they didn't require vaccination records, and I was pretty pissed about it. Yeah. They should require it, because how many kids are there that are just not vaccinated because their parents are idiots? And then my kid is basically being metaphorically shot at with bullets on a daily basis, and they're invisible. You don't even notice, That's right? So, Sir
2: Tyler, it's yeah. up to the individual school to decide. It's not a province-wide rule.
3: Right, right. There's no law that That's says... Ridiculous. You have, to have your, you have right. to produce your vaccination records in order to go to this daycare. I would no, have my, thought my, it
2: would be a district-wide requirement. Well, it should be.
3: All the yeah. idiots I mean, can stay home and homeschool. You know what I mean?
0: Very, very pissed off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, moving on. Today, we are talking about the top ten. We're doing a top ten countdown of the things you shouldn't say to an atheist. These are sentences we've all heard and I want you guys uh, your information and your uh, your opinion on what these sentences are. Okay. Let's go into it.
1: Number ten
0: coming in at number ten. We have you're just being fooled by the devil.
3: First, prove the devil exists, and then I'll believe you oh well that was simple
5: all... <laughs> okay next i
6: would just reply with hail satan <laughs> all all oh for the,
0: the for the love of satan <laughs> right i'm liking this guy all hail sagan
6: <laughs> absolutely and i like you too
0: you're, yeah. you're absolutely right well uh, i think, think
2: that one's good for a laugh you well know? you know all
0: these are good for a laugh but we all heard these before <laughs> if you if you've been an atheist for for several years you've all heard these t- these uh these sentences for sure and you you're right if if the devil's out there, because the devil is always that scapegoat, you know, everything you have that bad happens is because of the devil, uh, prove that he exists. You know what my mom says? What's that?
3: The best trick the devil ever pulled is yes. convincing you he doesn't. exist. Yes,
0: that's a no. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a nice, it's poetic. It's the a nice little sentence. suspects. But yeah. it's
3: personifying evil. Like, you what? know, some guy with some brain disorder goes and kidnaps, rapes, and murders a kid, and they have to attribute it to something, so they draw a line. There's this white god, and he controls good, and then there's this black evil god he controls <laughs> neg- You can see how cavemen would come up with that, right? Yeah, yeah,
6: exactly. Yeah. The, but hey, he's, he's so fucking intelligent. Why don't you just, like, hang out with him forever and ever, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, the funny thing is, too, is in the, especially in the Christian belief, the, the devil seems to be guarding the gates of hell. He's actually doing God's work. Because he's taking yes. you to hell and that's the punishment that God gives you anyway. So he's like he's like his paid lackey. You know, that's sending <laughs> right. you there anyway. Since we're
3: since we're talking to an Egyptian, are you guys familiar with the Egyptian god Pam?
1: Have you thought about Pam when you're baking something? Mm. When you're roasting something good, it lets a natural flavor through.
3: Pam? Yeah. Bam. Bam. like Bam. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Imagine, I'm, Ma- I'm not Mitch.
6: sure which and, one are you talking about.
3: Uh, he, he's the inspiration for the visual aspect that we have regarding... Oh, you mean
0: pan. 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 Pan, is that how you say pan. it? Yeah, it's Pan. It's, it's Greek. Greek, it's not Egyptian. A it's, a Egyptian. it's not Egyptian. I thought it was Egyptian. No, or, no, no, it's, I, it's, no. It's a of Greek mythology. I think the Egyptian one is
6: Set.
5: Set is the crocodile god. The night god, No, no. Set
0: and Horus and Set. Oh, Horus and Set. No, no, the no, 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 no. The god of the dead in Egyptian mythology was Anubis. Set yeah. was the guy with the For- crocodile head. Yeah,
5: and and yeah. Horus and Set would have a fight at the end of the day. And that's, that's right. When, yeah, I thought Pan. Or,
3: yeah, I thought Pan was Egyptian. No, 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 no. It's okay. Greek. Okay. But he it's looks Greek. like Satan now. He's, he's got, a got the horns. It was, it was yeah, no, yeah, the yeah. goat
0: thing. The whole goat thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the goat and the six heads. Isn't it is Baphomet? Um, yeah, well, if yeah, it is too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many freaking names to these things. They just lose <laughs> uh, after They just kind of all melt them together, right? Okay. Right.
1: <laughs> number nine
0: coming in at number nine. It's just a phase. <laughs> who's who's been part of that one? I've heard. That, I still hear that one. No, I I the my account. folks still tell me that. It's just a phase. Just Eventually, you'll come back phase. to the fold. I'm
5: 42, and I'm still going through a phase.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, people, people use it's just a phase for just about... Everything, you know, like, like Donald it, Trump, it, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, it's kind of you know, that's not really you. You'll come back to the fold.
0: I find it extremely condescending.
2: condescending. It is really
0: condescending. Extremely condescending. It oh, it's is. just a phase, oh. You're well, just an idiot. Just right a now. Phase,
3: Just, just <laughs> let it go.
5: Yeah.
0: You're just an idiot right now. You're doing this whole podcast, but this is just a phase. <laughs> Ma- mage, what
3: color is your skin? Are you brown or black or white?
6: Uh, well only oh, yeah. can might physically. be brown oh. yeah <laughs> i'm closer i'm closer to being brown yeah. but you can tell right away that i'm not like indian or so okay i don't know it's weird i just i would <laughs> just, I would, <laughs> just I, would <laughs> say, I would just
3: like to inform you that your skin color is just a phase <laughs> <laughs> one day wish, you will, wish, one day you will be clean uh, and you'll be white
4: oh, oh my
5: god would you like us to kill him for you like tyler i mean <laughs>
6: I'm <laughs> not gonna make it out. No, of no, no. I said that. Actually, I would like to tell you that uh, I hate the color of my skin right now. Really? really? I do because you're not dark enough. It leads to stereotyping me almost oh, all the true. time. Oh, people oh. oh, yeah, look yeah, at no, me and they think, oh, he's the, a Muslim from the Middle East. It's
3: hate like, the stereotyping, uh, not the skin color. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where where are you living right now? Again? he's in Calgary. Calgary. He's in Calgary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of creationists out there.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. (laughs) We'll have to introduce you to our friend, Dr. Randy Tyson. Yes, from the Legion of Reason, yes. Legion of Reason, yeah, he does a podcast. He's right in the neck of the Woods. Right in the Bible Belt of Alberta, and you guys are full of creationists. I actually showed Mage the interview he did with that uh, Alberta atheist woman. Mm -hmm. That was the very first episode I showed him, and hopefully he can get in contact with her. Mm.
0: All right. Number eight. Coming in at number eight. The fool says, there is no God.
4: Willow, you fool.
0: So this one is not just condescending. He she calls you a fool too, right? Mm. Because, you know, it's so obvious that God's out there. Don't well, you think?
3: Well, yeah. L- logically, if you're going to use God of the gaps and personal incredulity and in those fallacies, then, yeah, of course.
6: Mm. Exactly.
3: <laughs> what came before the Big Bang? Oh, you can't answer it. God the must chicken. exist, you
6: idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson had uh, an amazing comeback at this kind of questions when he said that God is an ever receiving pocket. Yes! Yeah, yeah, we say that all the time. Ever receiving
0: pocket of scientific ignorance. That's beautiful. Do it,
3: Francis. Do the mountain thing. The mountain thing?
0: Yeah. thing. Yeah. What are you talking about?
3: You always say on the show. No, God started out on the mountains, and then oh yes,
0: yes. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. What what they say is, you know, they used to say that gods dwelled in underground caves until we explored the caves, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) gods were on top of mountains until we climbed the mountain, and then gods were in the sky, and then in (laughs) beyond the sky, when we started flying, and now God is beyond space and time. (laughs) How convenient! We're
3: chasing him away. (laughs) So. so I always say, I hope, I hope God is claustrophobic because those gaps He's been living in just keep getting smaller
0: and smaller. They certainly are. Okay, coming in. Almost there.
6: (laughs) Number seven. Coming in at number seven.
0: You just want to sin. Well, I do. I'll attack. <laughs> I, I won't deny it. <laughs> First of all, I hate this word sin. I really do hate this word sin. It's just a yeah. made-up, bullshit concept. Yeah. Even if you ask a question, what is sin? They can't even define it right to you. Yeah. And the best explanation I have is what sin is something that God doesn't like. I mean, well, what does it, that even mean? Going well,
5: back to the original translation, it just means missing the mark yeah let's so, oh
6: really or, so, well, look, let's yeah. look at or just ten- disobeying whatever god has told you to do yep just missing, missing the mark disobe- look, look, look
3: at the 10 commandments am i allowed to do things that are not listed on the 10 commandments so i'm allowed it's to not co- only the 10
6: commandments right like it's everything in the i
3: think there's like 630 different 613 so so i believe yeah but i can still yeah. rape and commit genocide right because it wasn't a 10 commandment
6: No, it's <laughs> well, with, if, if, you, if you raped someone, you might end up like marrying them or something
0: Well, probably <laughs> That's is. right Shotgun Pay you 50 rating. shekels, right? Pay you 50 shekels Okay
3: <laughs> Looks like Kevin and I are getting married No, but that. seriously though Oh, about that. God I was drunk, it wasn't my fault
4: <laughs> the,
0: the beer raped Did you buy her. him flowers first? Yeah. Oh no. The beer raped her, that's my excuse <laughs> Alright
1: Number 6
0: well, coming in at number six, once they've tried to uh, discourage you and belittle you, it doesn't work, but they'll still come in with, God still loves you.
6: <laughs> yeah. Because
0: God is all love.
6: No, but you know what, in fairness, like, I used to think that way. Mm-hmm. Like, when I when I was, like, a believer, I I used to think that it's all it's all out of God's kind heart. And it's, even if you are disobeying, or if you're not, you're confused or something, but God really loves you, like, you know? Mm -hmm. I used to believe that, like, wholeheartedly. Yeah.
2: I find that to be more condescending than the other one. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, that to me is extremely, Oh, it's all condescending for yeah. sure. Well
5: you know the humanist kind of perspective is like we are the uh, the the locus center of our like yes. uh, control, right? So really what that's saying to me is you have to love yourself.
0: You know? Like, Love thyself first and then you ought love you. You know? So you're pro Sorry. masturbation. Yeah.
5: Self love, yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number five. Coming in at number five, this is one you've always heard, and Tyler, you need to comment on this. You can't have morals without God.
5: I love oh. this one. This is the best.
0: Yeah. That's you can have what? Best. Morals.
5: You cannot have morals. You if You're no, God. You're an yeah. immoral person.
3: That's right. Tyler, you go. Uh, did you see our last debate there, Major? Now. No. Me and Kevin. Well, no.
6: Oh, the one you shared with me?
3: Uh, I had a debate with uh, Kevin last week about the origins of morality. That was our last show. No,
6: no, unfortunately,
3: no. So I, you don't have
5: to listen to it. It wasn't that good.
3: No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he just got his ass kicked. So I, I, I have a question, oh, okay. though. Do, do rats have gods? Elephants? Chimpanzees? bacteria, no. anything. They don't have gods. I'm guessing it's pretty much well established that they but don't But you don't have know gods. that,
6: right? You don't know what you don't know.
3: Yeah, what if there is a rat right god? <laughs> there could be. As far as I know, the creationists aren't saying that there's a rat god and yet rats have morals, as do chimpanzees. So it has... It's Morals are well, a survival tool. That's it.
5: Cooperative yeah. living kind of idea. So
3: how come rats can have morals but our politicians can't seem to <laughs> have any?
5: Because they're really big
3: rats. Yeah, pretty much. Like I I mentioned the chocolate chip test last week on the show, which is where you take a stranger rat, put it in a cage, and then put chocolate chips on the floor for another rat to come in. It comes in, and it prefers to share food. So Mm -hmm. it goes and rescues the stranger and shares its food because that's beneficial for the species. So, uh, And, you know, all the stuff that I listed regarding chimpanzees and morals and elephants but i don't know of any creationist pushing the idea that the rats believe in god or chimpanzees believe in god so it's basically just an argument from ignorance saying i don't know where morals come from therefore god
6: well they have objective morality right like they they've been raised with that kind of morality being the right thing for them well, they're, and they're, they're still right in that lost sense. without it.
3: They're right in that sense that there are certain things that are just right or wrong regardless of culture or where you are and you don't just get yeah. to make it up. Well, it's the moral relativists that are kind of feeding these religious people and giving them a good argument against it. That That's the problem with atheists is that we disagree on things like that. But, I think, you
6: know, we, we always disagree, right? Like, I mean, it's we, we can be, like, copies of each other, and that's the beauty of... No, 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 ones, right? we don't
3: disagree. You're wrong.
5: <laughs> <laughs> See, I think well, that's a mix of... Right there. It's a mix of objective and, like, relativistic, I think. What all, what's all. always
2: interesting in that argument is to watch people's faces because there's such dissonance. First of all, they think they got you because now you you have to... You absolutely agree to the fact that all morals do come from a source, uh, from a force yeah. of some kind. Yeah. And then, as you start to explain how you can have morals without God, they begin to see, Oh, yeah, I can understand it, but they pull themselves mm, back. Yeah. And while you're winning the argument, they still can't allow that to happen in their no. own mindset. Yeah. And to see, how this is all playing out is, is more interesting to me than what they're saying. I it, think, and I th- you have to watch very carefully, but it happens absolutely every time. Oh, I, think, think I think in
0: this sentence you have the crux of exactly why people fight so hard against evolution. Because if they were to admit that we evolve into our morals...
3: And There's no reason. Robinson.
0: Exactly, there is no reason whatsoever for God at that point.
6: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Could, le-
3: you- unless He kickstarted it and put it into place like a computer program, which you could argue.
6: You're not helping matters, Tyler. And then it's not the Christian <laughs> God, right? It's not the Muslim God. Oh yeah, well, yeah Just exactly, exactly. God of Spinoza, kind of thing. <laughs> <sighs> number
0: four. Coming me in at number four. One day, you'll know the truth, and every day shall bow. Well bow. Oh, and that's what that pastor <laughs> said to me, too. Is,
3: <laughs> that's exactly what that pastor said that I was talking about, is, you know, you're taking a risk. You're risking yeah. spiritual death. If, if Jesus yeah. is what he says he is, which is Pascal's wager, then yes. you're screwed. It's playing on fear. But well, what, that, that, basically, is fear. And yeah. that basically yes. means your God is a dick for not leaving <coughs> good evidence behind. What about Cthulhu? We could just make the same argument for him. Is that the one at the bottom of the ocean? Anyone? Yeah, Yeah. the
5: bottom of the ocean, the tentacles and everything.
3: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's what Richard Dawkins says when that person stood up during their speech and said, what if you're wrong? And he said, what if you're wrong about Cthulhu, the god at the bottom of the ocean? (laughs) What if
0: you're wrong about Odin? What
3: if you're wrong about Thor? Well, hey, Odin is actually supported by real evidence because he said that he would get rid of the ice giants. And I don't see any ice giants. (laughs) That's right. right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There are no ice giants. All here, holding. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Number three. Coming in at number three, when they haven't used all these on you already and they're trying to convince you, they'll say, well, I guess you weren't a true Christian. No true Scotsman. Policy. No true mm-hmm. Scotsman.
3: Yeah. Uh, but we do it, too. When an atheist like Anthony Flew becomes a Christian, we say, ah, he wasn't
6: but really Anthony an atheist. But Anthony Flew hasn't become a Christian. He's just a deist. Yeah, you know,
3: that's what I mean, though. We say he wasn't really an atheist. You know what I mean? If, no, you, a, if you were I'm a true Christian. That. They
1: just... The guy could I disagree batten, with that not but... understand
6: this is the, he couldn't understand that the arguments he was like, okay, so if I don't understand if it's too overwhelming if, yeah and then therefore God, which is yeah. God of the Gaps fallacy again
4: yeah.
5: but
6: no because, but I, I, because I
5: can't imagine it. Then it, then it must be something attributed to God. Yeah.
3: I do agree with you, though. It's just that atheists use that argument. And we're not like a people, you know oh, what I mean? Hold
0: on a second. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a problem, a problem with that because I've bumped into this people that say, oh, I used to be an atheist, now I'm a Christian. But yeah. if, you actually, if you actually question them a bit further, what, you, what they actually should say is, I never actually gave him much thought. More like and the, they equate that to being an atheist. Are you guys familiar with the term
3: agnostic? Egg-? As opposed to agnostic. No, I'm not. Agnostic, I-G-N-O-S-T-I-C, basically Ignostic. means... the, okay. qui- the question. If you look it up on Wikipedia, it's like, the question is stupid. Because how okay. do you ask if God exists if you don't have a good definition? So it's huh. it's very similar to, like, you know how when people say agnostics are fence-sitters, which is bullshit, because I'm an agnostic atheist, and I'm 99% sure no gods exist. I've yeah. never met an agnostic who is actually on the fence, like, 50-50,
0: uh, hold on a second. I, th- I think, I think well, right here I'm going to throw a little wrench at you because I think what a lot of people there's, uh that's the problem with the, uh, the English language. There is no authority that th- defines exactly what words are, they're only usages of words. So when you're using the word agnostic, you're using agnostic as you don't know, you don't really have the knowledge. When people use uh, agnostic, they will say, I'm not sure. And that's how they define it, but that's how not they 50, use it. Yeah,
3: it's not 50 50. You you can't be an agnostic. You're either an agnostic it's, atheist or you're an agnostic well, theist. Those are your two choices. That's a true dichotomy. I balcony. still
6: I still respect the Richard Dawkins scale, although it has its like shortcomings or shortfalls. But I think it's like being agnostic is about knowledge and on knowledge, I'm fifty 50-50, about fifty 50%, percent uh, not sure that mm-hmm. a prime mover exists. That said, when when it comes to the practical analysis of of like what do you think they're out there like what do you believe in i don't believe in anything and i think it's practically reasonable to just dismiss the claim because it's not beneficial in any way
5: it, it's not if knowable. it's not
6: a personal god yeah it's not but the evidence
3: ways. does point one way or the other which is why i'm an agnostic atheist being the 6.999 on the rich yeah. Balkan scale
6: um, I'm definitely more than 6. I can't say I'm 6.999 because mathematically that's a 7. So. No, I, I don't think so. I think
3: as long as you're more than 50% sure and less than 100, then you're automatically at agnostic because I'm not making a positive claim that I can right. prove God doesn't exist. I'll make positive claims about things that Specific I can demonstrate, no, even things that I can demonstrate like climate change and evolution, yeah, 100% yeah. not being absolute, but 100% being... Realistically as sure as you can
6: be yeah there's different no, but, degrees but like, I am too um, I think of myself as a as a gnostic atheist about the Christian God the Muslim God well, no. because
3: they make predictions because <laughs> they make predictions
6: yes they make yes. predictions they make specific claims that have been disproven. Yeah, that's driven wrong. But, but the, the deist, the deist and
3: pantheist exist. version don't. You'll have to watch our. Uh, we did a show with a friend of mine who runs Answers and Reason. It was called the uh, Agnostic Scale with Chris Pike. You'll have to watch that. That was oh a yes, really that good. Was one. A good one. Oh, okay. That was a great. We always show. have good shows. Yep. <laughs> and I was sober. There was a first. You <laughs> work <laughs> So you're not
6: now.
3: <laughs> uh, never. Let's go to the next.
1: Kevin's the
0: reason I drink.
1: Yeah. Number two. Coming oh, okay. in at number two.
0: <laughs> number two? <laughs> number two. Eventually, God will uh, reveal himself to you. It's very close to one day everybody will know the truth. Right? It's very close. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> in 2,000 years from yeah. now, he will
5: show himself in a burnt piece of toast.
0: Oh, yes. that's it. <laughs> there you the go. toaster. If you speak to the toaster, you have a direct line to God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, wait, did we all used to believe in God? Everybody <laughs> here? I did, yeah. No. I, I used to,
3: yeah. No, you? Nancy? No. You were always an atheist?
2: Always an atheist. I tried. I, it, just, it was a concept that just, I, I, regardless of what everybody else believed, you know, uh, who, who was around before, I just, I, I, it, it just didn't connect. Mm. I, I, just I can just know. picture
3: Nancy at like 10 years old saying, yeah, that sounds like a crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't
2: really, we really didn't talk about it i mean I, I was raised as a as a reformed jew but more of a reformed? cultural jew th- than a than a religious jew because i um my my family wasn't all that religious we never talked about it
3: that hmm. just sounds like uh, what do you put down for religious fuck it jedi <laughs> that's what it sounds <laughs> like. i'm a jedi you know, I mean, we
2: observe the holidays and you know we we knew the history of uh, being so never Jewish kept kosher
6: or like avoiding bacon?
3: Yeah, we're going to have to yeah. do a show about... No, we
2: didn't do that because we do we, were a show reformed, about, we, could,
6: we could eat anything. Oh, bacon is awesome. We're going to
3: do a show about Ju- Judaism because there's so many terms out there like reformed Jew and stuff. And yeah. I was like, huh? What does yeah. that mean? <laughs> does that mean atheist? Like, I'm a reformed Some Christian. Some of them are actually. That means you that know mean atheist.
0: We should talk to David Silverman about this. Yeah, he, he just had a debate in BC. Actually, yeah, so we should do it. Well, I love David Solomon
3: <laughs> with that asshole that tra- trashed all the transsexuals and gays and stuff. Oh, that, that Milo guy. Did you see that? That Milo guy? No, that was it. Mi- in BC, Milo, though.
6: isn't it Milo? It was in
3: BC. No, though. in BC. Yeah, he just had a I debate. Mean. Pretty recently, I think I oh, saw. Oh, I did it. not see that. And the guy was saying that being transsexual is a mental disorder, and the suicide rate is evidence of that. And that's oh, wow. what uh, t- that's what Tiffany's brother says too. And I say, actually, people who are persecuted have a high rate of suicide. Jackass.
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> it's a bit of an interesting correlation. Okay, you. number one. Number one. And coming in at number one. Anybody want to take a shot at it? I will pray for you. That's right. I'll pray for you. <laughs> I have to add a couple, actually. <laughs> oh, we already had a top ten list, right?
5: Kevin, I'm going to pray for you, okay? No, yeah. Basically, I that never, means I'm going to do nothing. I,
2: I, I never take that in, in, as an insult because I feel as though it's, they're not telling me you should pray for me. They're not demanding anything of me whatsoever, regardless of what I still believe. Still calling not you believe. wrong. I've, I always think of what they're saying is, I'm going to do something beneficial for you, and this is how I express it. So it doesn't. It has never bothered me. I've always taken it as a kindness. I know. I don't, yeah, do, I, I still don't find, know another way. I still to,
3: find it very condescending. Okay, na- Nancy, oh, yeah. Nancy. you know how you disagree with me on certain things, right? Do I? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> do I I, in regard <laughs> in in regards to the things that you disagree with me on, because of that, I am going to send you, Quantum positive vibes that will change your mind in the future.
4: <laughs> so you will realize that I am right. Uh, get with
3: it, Tyler. I, I've been getting
2: positive I, quantum I vibes. Can, I can use all the good vibes I can. I can get. Maybe that's. It's, maybe that's why I. It, I, it never bothers me if someone a, says they're going to pray for me. It's just a cop-out. I say thank you.
3: It's just a cop out when I say uh, we should have contemporary, you know, non-anonymous, non-biased sources for Jesus. And they say, "I'll pray for you." I'm like, holy fucking cop out. I mean,
2: I, I don't know. Maybe they call me crazy. I don't see any. There's no. No no, there's, there's no, nothing crazy about it. Nothing you, harmful. You have every right to
0: view it like where, the way you view yeah, it. Yeah, right? there's oh.
2: there's nothing harmful. that's not. Oh no, of course not. Them. Because it's prayer doesn't not work harming anyway. me. Oh, no, They're not asking me to put a little, you know, it's Jesus cloth in my though. pocket. You're, you you're know,
5: perpetuating to, their ignorance and. <laughs> it's a bit. So people, they say,
0: "I'll I bless you, right?" I love Arden Ross saying, "I'll magically enchant you." You know this doesn't work, right? I don't yeah, know, you do knock yourself out.
2: <laughs> if the if the person that says, "I'm going to pray for you," suddenly became deconverted and became an atheist, that same person would probably say. I, I need to give you a hug I don't know what else to do well, but I'm prefer, going to give you a hug yeah. because i I'm you know I, I feel bad for for where you are and this is a way i can show you a kindness that's real tangible. to yeah. me it's the it's just a universal kindness See, yeah
3: uh, I, I need a shirt that says when people say they will pray for me what I hear is I will stick my thumb up my butt for you.
4: <laughs> Sticking
3: feathers <laughs> up your butt does not make you a chicken. Exactly. How many well, people s- would that piss <laughs> off? And like it's not harmful. It's yeah,
4: it's not harmful. But it's
3: still a how dick move.
5: I love the you know?
6: visual was. Not too
5: good. <laughs> <laughs> we are so sorry. <laughs> and
6: no, then, yeah, that's
5: fine. And then. I, guess, I
2: guess I've been at the top of so many prayers. No, not, that, that, that's not immune to it. That's
3: not way. the end, though, because we need to differentiate between stupid arguments, and I deal with a lot of yeah. PhD Christians in advanced sciences, uh, physicists, that sort of thing. So, I mean, the stuff that we just listed is pretty common, dumbass shit. Oh, yeah. That was a list, right? So, I do have some friends I'd like to invite on the show that actually have PhDs in in physics and stuff. And you remember that friend of mine, Jeff Greenberg, he's the PhD geologist? Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. talked to these people about their belief in God, and they use the God of the Gaps specifically regarding, you know, prior to the Big Bang. So, I try to say, well, then I guess that means the Matrix is real. Um, yeah, I, I was recently talking to a very intelligent Christian. He's probably about seventy. I think he has a PhD in philosophy, and he was. What's his name? I'm uh, not going to mention it on the show just okay. in ca- just okay. in case. But oh, yeah. okay. he was just he was using the God of the Gaps regarding you know tr- going back from biology to atoms to quantum subatomic particles to the four fundamental forces. And all those things are, you know, they have to exist simultaneously in order to create life. Therefore, God, and I said, you're just using the God of the gaps and personal incredulity. Like, I don't believe that all of this beautiful nature, animals and stuff, can come from a tiny speck of hot energy. And he just kept defending it, saying it wasn't God of the gaps. It wasn't God of the gaps. And he was being a condescending douche about it. And these are (laughs) really, really, really intelligent Christians. Like, Francis Collins, and Kenneth Miller. So, Isn't that I, interesting? I think as atheists we should focus on those arguments more because it's so yeah. easy to just go in and just Mike Tyson punch out Steve Urkel, but we could actually focus
0: on these more common ones that get people trapped. Well, yeah, but if, you, if, you, if you're doing the type of show that is appealing to a very intellectual audience, yes, but the vast majority of us are not that high up in the intellectual jargon of talking with PhDs all the time. No, no we, but we did. This is a top ten of the most common things you, I just hears.
3: Yeah, most common ridiculous I mean, arguments. So that's why I just wanted to include both. I, th- I think it's good that we <laughs> included the dumbest arguments, but I think we need to include the most intelligent arguments, and I've looked for the most intelligent arguments, and I haven't found yet. And we'll, <laughs> we'll
0: do a show on that for sure. So Back that, ladies and gentlemen, was our top ten of... Phrases you shouldn't say to an atheist, especially those dumb ones. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: something can't come from
3: nothing, Kevin. Uh, yeah. And you don't have evidence that God doesn't exist, so touche. Oh, wow. Touche. That's, yeah, that's the argument. <laughs> Here, there be monsters.
1: You're off the edge of the map, mate. Be monsters.
3: I just like everybody to know that uh, something came from energy because nothing is physically impossible given the first law of thermodynamics. So use that from now on. On
5: a quantum level, we're all empty space and energy anyway. So And uh, the burden of proof fallacy as well.
0: Well, thank you so much, uh, lady and gentlemen. And thank you, Majed, for joining us on the show today. If thank people so want to get in thank touch you. with you, where can they find you? Awesome. So if people want to get in touch with you, Majed, where can they find you? Myself?
2: Yeah. Um, your, email, your email address is address. Oh, I don't know if he on wants Facebook. that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Facebook? yeah. will find you on
0: Facebook? Sure. Facebook is good. We're not yeah.
2: talking come to your house for a cup of coffee in no, the Danish. Yeah. You know? just I would
0: love that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you come in Vancouver, we'll have to do something with you for sure. I can't my, wait. my address is Absolutely. 123 Fake Street. <laughs>
5: <laughs> don't forget. Can you All say right. something for us before you go?
0: Oh yes! My- <laughs> oh I can't do that now I've started the music. You sure can, you just stop the music. Oh, I Majed, before you go, can we get you to say, Hi, I'm Majed Soliman and I took a left of the valley? Say it again! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to kibosh this entire segment. There you go. Okay. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> uh, Let's do it again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. for you. Yeah, go right. go We're doing it. We're doing it. No.
3: <laughs> My name is Magic, and I took a left at the valley.
0: Not Magic, Majed. But
3: I changed his name. Well, yeah, but it's his name. He gets to change his name. not you, you? Your name is now Shirley.
5: Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Oh.
6: My name is Maggie Solomon, and I took a left at the valley. Fantastic.
0: Woo! <laughs> or I took a left at the... Uh, somewhere I else. Springfield. This has been a show that is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, guys, for this very chaotic show. It was awesome. I was hoping to Thanks, take guys. this show and send it thank to you. TV, but I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> Come on <in. laughs> coming up next week we have uh, our friend uh, the, from the Brainstorm podcast Corey Johnson that should be interesting the oh. week after that we have Mr. Dee Brian Keith Dalton and the week after that we have science educator Cara Santa Maria should be very fun oh yeah and by the end of the month we also have uh, Jim Newman of the podcast Life the Universe and Everything Else okay. yeah. so we got a great month awesome. of March coming up you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us at liftedvalley.com, You can follow us on Twitter at LETV Podcast anything else you guys an uh, email send us an email at leftatvalleyatoutlook.com you can tell us how much you love us or how much we suck if you really like our show uh-huh. we would appreciate a 5 star rating on iTunes anything else you guys want to add beware the Ides of March
2: if, if Kevin lets us all come back we'll be with you next week <laughs> um, <laughs> you, can,
0: you can
3: find me at uh, the Facebook group Church of the Basement Dragon if you want to come on the show and argue anything with us at all just send us a message and we'll bring you on and I will destroy you In- <laughs>
5: the lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you
0: oh uh, uh, thank you so much my and uh, we appreciate thank your you so time much. here and uh, awesome. we'll talk to you soon and uh let us know when you're in town we'll have to do something with you we'll have to bring you on the show live oh yeah, that would be great uh, it's been awesome. a pleasure
6: meeting you guys oh, oh thank you, to meet in yeah, person and nancy for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's cute thank you much thank you Thanks. have a great day you too bye guys
0: Well, that was an interesting show, to say the least. Jeez, can't believe you guys. Until next time.
1: them to respect them. respect them Fuck that The system is broke down Working backwards And the only action of tactic I plan to practice now Is to attack them The parties of God's hands Are bloodstained Millions of murders By believers And they're all in God's name And let me take a sec, don't mean it sounds so hateful But I swear to God, pun intended, I find it disgraceful That many atheists are told to be quiet You're not alone, speak your mind, time to let it be known I'm proud to be an atheist, a skeptic, a non-believer An infidel, a heathen, I call it how I see it I say it's ignorance and you just call it faith And unsubstantiated claims, that's something to be ashamed I'm an atheist, atheist, atheist I'm an atheist, 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 atheist. I'm an atheist, atheist. atheist.